0: Paul's Call is brought to you by Brooklyn Bedding. For the best sleep ever, go to brooklynbedding.com.
1: Hey, it's your call, man. No, it's your call. No, it's, You're your, even call. Gonna no, it's your call. to shave the mustache
0: Hey, nitwits,
1: it's Paul's Call.
0: Look, we're Pauly Protocol. We follow all the rules of social distancing.
1: Now, any of you touch me and I'll kill you. Lighten up, Francis.
0: <laughs> you thought we were using hand sanitizer before the pandemic. <laughs> At this point, we're nearly bathing in it.
1: Another warning about hand sanitizer could catch fire, officials now say. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, whoa what, what's that? What you talking about, Willett? Uh, you heard that right, gentlemen. We now have something else to worry about in 2020.
1: A new warning about all the hand sanitizer you're using to ward off the coronavirus. It could catch fire. <laughs>
0: what in the Sam name of Fire Marshal Bill are we talking about here? Let
1: me show you something.
0: After studying a real incident, the safety office is keeping it extremely real here.
1: Putting out a warning after someone's hands did catch fire, right after using an alcohol-based hand sanitizer. <laughs> I mean, that's
0: utterly horrific. Hand sanitizer not disinfecting, but igniting.
1: Oh, great balls of fire! Well, it's got it, alcohol in it,
0: Paul. Yeah. Okay, Wolf, here we go. Big brain wolf. Here's the science behind it. <laughs> Look
1: person this. apparently touched some metal right after using the hand sanitizer before the alcohol had a chance to evaporate, and static electricity is what sparked it. <laughs> oh, my god! <gosh>. Static <laughs> Are you electricity kidding?
0: sparked the hand sanitizer into flames.
1: Not when you're with Fire Marshal Bill, you don't. Everyone was okay, right,
0: Paulie? Uh, well, they didn't really update the status of the person. The, uh, so all I know is um, <laughs> along with hand sanitizer, I'm packing something else. The all off shotgun of sports. Whoa. Sports takes Shaquille O'Neal in Suns rookie Goran Dragic's direction.
2: I have to admit he was great. He did take care of me. He had a lot of jokes. He was so funny. But, yeah, one of those anecdotes, I always had to carry his keyboard.
0: Carry his keyboard, he tells Woj in the podcast there. Um, I know Shaq likes to rap, which we won't play. Uh, didn't oh. know that Shaq played an instrument.
1: Interesting. Uh,
0: and like Shaq himself, this was a honking huge keyboard that Goran had to lug around.
2: When we go on away, it's a big keyboard. You know, from the bus to the plane, from the plane to the hotel.
0: 41 road games. And Dragic is like, man, this keyboard is like a ball and chain. It's wearing me out. Well, thing is, it a few turns times out-, out.
2: my room was next to his, and, and I never heard him, you know, play on it. What? <laughs> <Ruck. laughs> on the end of the season, I asked him, hey, Shaq, did you ever play on the keyboard? He said, no. I said, why not? He said, yeah, it, it doesn't work. It's broke.
1: <laughs> it's broken.
0: <laughs> I mean, come on.
2: Hey, suck it up, Rock. Rook.
0: And so uh, I don't know if that's funny or if it's cruel and unusual for rookie hazing here.
2: So I had I had to carry this keyboard <laughs> the whole season, and that was my uh, rookie duties. But, uh, you know, I'm I'm really happy that I was a part of that team. And to get to know Shaq, I mean, he's a character.
0: Yeah, that's that's one word for that's it. That's fantastic, yeah. ball. Shaq is a character. Unfortunately, Shaq uh, left Phoenix, Flim Flaming Suns fans as well.
1: When I'm upset, I'm I'm known to, you know, do certain things like win championships. Uh,
0: uh. Well, we're we're still waiting, Shaq, just to let you know. Speaking of hazing, uh remember when Bernsey, speaking of cards camp, remember when Bernsey bagged on Doug for what he wore to camp? White ankle socks and slider shoes. Mm. And we ripped him for it. Bernsley was up in the broadcast booth looking down, doing the show, looking, looking at Doug's pants and his footwear. Slider shoes. And we ripped him for it. We right. made Paul's call this morning. Well, that's true. We do, we do have a pay- taste for the, uh, for the personal and the sensational. Okay, guilty as charged. You know, we don't hesitate to fan the flames around here. But Bernsley's the one who went on the rant. Nobody wears pants to camp. Cardinals officials don't wear pants to camp. And the reason I rehash all of this is because yesterday I had my own out of bonds, out of body, burnsey moment where I looked down the socially distant sideline. Doug Franz, and I know this is going to make Paul's call tomorrow. Yeah, uh, Doug's choice of footwear yesterday is making Paul's call today because Wolf, there it was, a full walking boot on Doug's left leg. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He ruptured the other Achilles? Well,
0: that's that's what I thought. But Doug, the floor is yours. What's going on with another in a series of walking boots? So uh, there was <laughs> a deed there in Paul's call. It's on the right foot because after putting the tee shot into the water, I was trying to use the ball retriever to get it, and there's an embankment, and the Achilles still doesn't work, and the Achilles gave out. So then the right foot slammed down to try to save me from falling in, and the ankle went one way, and the foot went the other, and the knee touched the ground while the foot was still on the ground,
1: and it was not a good feeling. <laughs> So, Just a physical mess, Douglas.
0: So, so to recap here, uh, Paul's call the first to report that Doug broke his ankle golfing on Friday. Don't count that. I was interfered with. Broke I mean, my ankle <laughs> golfing,
1: and I yeah. never sliced. Well,
0: what, I must admit, I was not man enough to finish the round okay. as I was on seventeen, and I was probably not going to break one ten. And I said, "That's it." If I was now, if I had a chance yeah. to break ninety, I would have played on the broken ankle. Okay, what we're not reporting, though, is how many cold ones Doug had consumed before suffering his injury.
1: I had about 18 (gasps) of them really?
0: (laughs) We'll leave that out of the story. (laughs) Paul, that's Uh, not. I was was not in double figures yet. (laughs) Okay, let's get real for a minute. Um, The Paulie Pigskin Report is here to look over the block wall into someone else's training camp because there is a breakout player who's not going to be a mystery for
1: long strange things are afoot at the circle k and
0: i quote an nfl head coach on his new super rookie quote you know he's an incredible athlete i mean when you get a visual on him i don't think you realize until you actually see him up close how big he is how strong he is how powerful he is i think he can play multiple positions his quarterback says he's a freak man i knew it when we played him at colorado He's a lot better route runner, a lot better at catching the ball than I even expected. And his receivers coach, who played 15 years in the NFL by the name of Keenan McCardell, says, and I quote, I see a lot of power, a strong runner after the catch. You know, he reminds me a little bit of Anquan Bolden after the catch, the way he gets in and out of the way he, his breaks and the way he breaks tackles. They're all talking about LaVisca Chenault, who was blowing up Jags camp from day one. Excellent! There's your Bill and Ted. Please don't tell me you're bringing this up, Paul, because you wanted to talk about Chenault all the time in April. (laughs) I think we were on it. Wolf Wolf was slow to the party. (laughs) Finish.
1: And now, a right look at performances that have Paulie pensive pondering. You're better than that! You're better than that, man! You're better than that!
0: Shaq brought up rings. Well, it can
1: always get worse. This guy is proposing to the love of his life in front of a gorgeous Florida sunset. Now it's time for the ring. Whoops! Are you stupid? So
0: if you've seen the video, they're on a boat! on the ocean when the best man tosses the ring to the groom. No. No You're better than that. No way. He's not a better decision maker than that dog.
1: The wingman, who didn't exactly have the best throw, sends the ring overboard. Just a bit outside. A brave friend jumps ship to save the engagement ring. You'll
0: like to think you can trust your best man.
1: Blue, you're my boy.
0: But as the video, uh, you see, as it got all those clicks and views, the crazy video
1: went viral. But not everyone was buying it. Fishy, fishy. This had to be planned. Posted one skeptic. Fishy, fishy. Well, we can now reveal it was all a prank. Are you stupid? A prank. We
0: got flimflammed. We can't trust the internet. You're better than that. Turns out the ring box was empty. <laughs>
1: The groom and the guy who threw the ring box were the only two in on it. The guy that jumped overboard. Yep. wasn't The poor guy who jumped into the water was clueless too. Oh no!
0: Thanks for playing along, Doug. Well there's so, so even the bride herself didn't know the ring box was empty when, yes, he went overboard. And it got millions of views and all that. Uh, so once again, people will do anything for views on YouTube. And that is Paul's call.
1: Thank you, Paul.